Welcome to the Magic on the Inside podcast by the Sisters Enchanted, where we chat magic, hot topics, personal development, and good old-fashioned life. Brew up something delicious and sit with us for a spell. Welcome to this episode of the Magic on the Inside podcast. I'm Sarah, founder of the Sisters Enchanted, and I'm joined today by... Hi, I'm Anna. Of the Scissors Enchanted. Can you go again with a dorky hello? Sorry, I said it. I said dorky. You know what? Is that what I said? You know what? What? I'm sorry that you just can't keep up with my enthusiasm for podcasting. Your joy for all things. Microphone in your face. Which is actually not true because actually <laughs> forward facing like this, it's just not really my thing. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely. I have more joy than Anna does in like talking to the camera. Actually, yes. I don't. Uh, is it joyful? I don't think it's joyful. I think it's just like more it's co- ease. I'm more comfortable. You have it. a comfort. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's joyful. <laughs> it's not not joyful. What is it? I don't know. It's fun. I'm so lucky. No. This is my job. Yeah, but I think I, think I am more comfortable just being like on record. Yes, here we are. Yes, mm. I am definitely far more hermity. Hermit E. Hermit E. As opposed to Kermit E. Hermit the Frog here. That was not a good impersonation. Green, like Kermit. Green. All right. So today, listen, I have a story <laughs> to tell you. I have a story. And Sarah, this side. I just came up with this story, but it's relevant <laughs> because this is we have a full moon. Coming up in Aquarius. It's our second Aquarius full moon in a row. The thing about this full moon, though, is it's at its peak in Aquarius, and then it moves right into Pisces. So it's barely in Aquarius, right? So it's like a Aquarius full moon, Pisces full moon situation. But I think astronomically, it's in Aquarius, and then it's right in Pisces. So it's interesting. So I want to talk about a few things today. One, some shadow work stuff. Two, some um, some stuff in terms of like following the rules with the moon signs and what's what, uh, and and discuss that a little bit. So I want to tell quickly a story, though, because I'm an Aquarius moon. And speaking of Kermit, the frog, when I was little, oh, no. I know, this is a sad one. When I was a, a, a wee lattice, is that a lattice? Is that a lattice? Is like a, a fence, oh, a lad, a, a lad, a lady. A lattice is a fence. A lad, a boy. I don't know. Whatever. When I was a wee one, a young wee one in a, a store. Lass. A wee lass. Yeah, a lass. There you go. When I was in a uh, store called Value City, <laughs> this is a real up and up place, I had the stuffed Kermit doll. I loved that Kermit. I called him Kermie. And when we were there, I found some other item that I wanted to to purchase, right? And I was like, can I buy this to my grandparents? And when I was wanting that, I put Kermie down. And my grandparents, I realized that we got in the car. I was so sad. My grandparents went back in and couldn't find Kermie anywhere. He was gone. Somebody had taken him, bought him, whatever. I don't know. Value City. Someone Someone probably paid for my used Kermit the Frog. And... Never got Kermie again. Now, I was not planning to tell that story. However, it is a story that saddens me to this day. And with the Aquarius moon, my moon's in Aquarius. It's my inner stuff, my subconscious stuff, the stuff I carry with me. And that's a really emotional sort of thing. Like, it's a small thing, but it's definitely an experience, right? Like, I've never forgotten it. 
So when we think about the full moon, the full moon is a time to where your 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 inner self is highlighted. It's the perfect time for some shadow work, doing some shadow work. Uh, and if stories start to come up for you around the full moon time, look at them. Think about them, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a dream at the last Aquarius um, moon I had a dream. about, uh, it's like I have this, I, I got this tattoo and it's just like a Sagittarius symbol. So it's, it's just like a black line, right? In the dream, my tattoo like fell out and then my, my skin, it just like opened up to nothing. Maybe and then nothing else happened. You're having a hard time living up to the expectation of what you think a Sagittarius is. And what other people see you as. That's so interesting. Indeed. I don't, we'll have to talk about that off of camera. But the what I want to say here is shadow work. Everything's illuminated. So if you're having thoughts, you're having dreams, like deja vu moments, stories from your childhood, Kermit the Frog, anyone, come up for you at around the full moon time, think about them. That is an opportunity for some inner reflection, some shadow work. And it never comes up in the way that you think that it will, right? Like to me now as an adult woman, that Kermit the Frog, like whatever. I wouldn't have that Kermit now probably anyway. Like I don't I don't have toys really for my child. I don't have any toys for my childhood laying around. I'm not, that's not my personality. I yeah, I am. I have tons. That's not my personality type. So, I would have never let that happen to Kermit. <laughs> so I probably would not have Kermit. But um <laughs> But I'm remembering it, right? I'm thinking about it. And that's interesting to think about that sadness I felt as a child and where am I maybe seeing a representation of that in my life now? Uh, why is that? Why am I remembering that story? So when it comes to full moons, we have a sort of a, a spiral cyclical uh, pattern that we follow here at the Sisters Enchanted from going from intuition or intention, intention to intuition. So setting intentions and then through this system, growing your intuition along the way. And at the full moon, we talk about insight. That's doing shadow work, looking in inward, looking at your stories. What insightful reflection can you do under a full moon? Because full moons are about that release and creation, right? So doing the insightful work of understanding, what do I need to release so I can create what I want to create? Or what am I creating uh, because I won't release something. And that's what we want to look at at a at a full moon. Yes. Yeah. So Anna, why don't you talk a little bit about the like the the strict structure of you'll see right now in particular lots of posts that are like it's a full moon in Aquarius, which it is. And like I said though, it goes right into Pisces. So Anna, can you address can you address the topic of this? like rule following and the, sh the strictness of full moons. Like, if, you know, um, so if you say the full moon is on a certain date, it's in Aquarius, mm -hmm. but then like the next day the moon's in Pisces, should you still do the full moon in Aquarius tarot spread or like the full moon in Aquarius ritual that you read about or whatever? Tell me, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Let's chat on that. Let's, are we sitting back? Are we like hunkering I'm, I'm down? I'm sitting back. I'm, I'm, I've had a day. I'm tired. I've been you up. Yeah, I need a nap. I'm well, gonna nap while you talk. If I sit <laughs> as far forward as I was before, I look really large and you look really small. So let me just hunker down with you so that I might have the appearance of looking as small as you do. You are you know, I am gonna challenge you not to talk about yourself like that. I know, and I really I don't like it when you as we know, when we're on live feeds and stuff, if somebody says something down about themselves, I get really upset. You look like a radiant goddess. 
You got us some denim today. You're wearing jeans and a denim-y shirt. You're a radiant, radiant goddess of denim. I, You're a denim goddess. I have <laughs> your acid wash jeans. Yeah, because I have no shame. Really, I'm a conundrum because, yes, I say those things, but I also have no shame in my mom punch game. And also, I don't really have any shame when it comes to mixing and matching and what I wear, and I kind of just do what I want. Well, today you're a glorious radiating chambray goddess. That's right. I switched you from a denim goddess to a chambray goddess, although that's acid wash, which is not the same. Chambray. Anyway, okay, tell me about the moon, Anna, and the myths and the, the like, myths. yeah, the things people, you know, it's confusing, especially somebody who, if you come here, a lot of people come to us at the Sisters Enchanted who are like, oh, I heard about using tarot for the full moon. I heard about like doing a full moon ritual with fire. And this source tells me it's in Aquarius, but then this source tells me it's in Pisces. Because this one's tricky. It moves right into another sign. Yeah. So what do we, tell me about understanding that and navigating it. I, well, I don't know if this is going to help you understand that. But the moon roughly changes like every two two days days or so. Um, And it can happen in the middle of the day, right under your nose. Um... Right in the middle of your labor, you know, like it happens. Um, And so to understand it, you just have to know that the moon moves fast. Moon moves quickly and it's in one sign and it's in another sign and it's off to the next sign before you know it. And by the end of the week, you've already seen like four different signs or more. And the myth is, is that you have to do certain things during a full moon at its peak, in the middle of the night, or wherever it's at its fullest full moon status, status. And what I say is that that's total bologna. Bologna, baloney. Baloney. And that <laughs> the moon, like the moon has like two days in every sign, two to three days, um, that you can really lean into a full moon energy for two to three days. Yeah. So if to, if you're going on vacation and you're only home two days before the full moon and you want to do an Aquarius full moon ritual and it's not an Aquarius yet, yet or it's not the full moon yet, then do it because it's your intention to have that energy be harnessed during that time. Or if it's two days afterwards, you know, that's fine too. Or if you forgot that you wanted to put all of your crystals or decks like out on the window windowsill and you forgot the night of the full moon, you fell asleep on the couch at eight instead of doing that thing, you can do it the next day. Um, that there's really no wrong way to do it. And also, you know, the full moon is often a time of, you know, releasing things. But if you have nothing to release or you didn't set an intention to start with, you could always start something during the full moon. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. So the way, too, that we look at the lunar cycles, and I mentioned this, uh, we, we, don't, we need a name for it. We call it the five eyes, but really it's this idea of intention to intuition. And we look at the full moon, the full moon starts the shadow work time. So for like a whole seven to nine days, really, is this like reflection period. So whatever the, in, the, in that time, the moon's going to move through several signs. So that whole period, though, it's a, it's a period of time, mm-hmm. right? 
There are other phases, like you go through the waning gibbous moon or the disseminating moon in that time as well. But waning it, um, gibbous. Waning gibbous. <laughs> but the, you know, that energy is the same. You're reflecting on something there. And when we look at seasons, we look at Sabbaths and festivals and holidays or whatever, it's all periods of time. It's not like it doesn't have to be that day. So something like this with the full moon in Aquarius, sure, the moon's full in Aquarius, but it's also going to be full in Pisces. Um, and so that does actually give us some interesting things to think about here because Aquarius and Pisces are this big, there's like a big thought energy, a big collective energy, a getting lost energy. And I think that having it move so quickly between the two, we do have a unique opportunity to do shadow work around what do we think is right for the collective? And then what does it feel like to experience that in, in the collective? And so like shadow work for yourself, when you look at the collective, well, that could be myriad of things you can look at the collective of your lives like your 10 year old self me and Kermie well I was younger than that anyway me and Kermie you can look at your future self your 80 year old self and what's your collective timeline here what's your big like this is what I know to be true I think like I'm I think this is so right I could argue with anybody all day about it but then how does that truth feel when it's actually out in the world like how would that interact with everybody around you a family system those who you work with um, societal beliefs that you hold or any belief systems, the thing that you're like, no, I'm right about this. You know, this is, and I'm philosophical about it. I, do, I feel it. But then how is that thing when it's out and impacting your life, like in attachment to others and doing some shadow work? Yeah. Well, I was going to say that that's probably one of every, every sign, every Zodiac sign has, you know, a shadow and a light as with much things in life. Mm -hmm. um, and I would say that that's one of like the, the things about Aquarius energy in general, um, when it is kind of being a little bit shadowy, is that it has this, they have people with strong Aquarius energies or during Aquarius times. I saw that eyelash padding. Um, not talking about me, are you? No, well, I mean, I ha know some <laughs> Aquariuses firsthand. Can I just hey, say? Yesterday, the Aquarius moon. You know how that didn't, yeah. No, my husband and I are both Aquarius moons, and yeah. it was a day for us. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that a lot of times, because they are sometimes very philosophical and have these very large ideas, or those, depending on where your Aquarius placement is or where your Aquarius energy is, is that oftentimes there are large ideas and a belief in these ideas, but that the person with this kind of energy or direction doesn't always live their belief. Mm. So they have these big beliefs. They want to tell people about them. They want to say, you're right and I'm wrong. Um, and that they have this belief and that their way is best practice. Uh, the thing about that is, is that a lot of times, like most people, but especially Aquarius, because they do believe so wholeheartedly in what they've learned or what they believe to be true, is that oftentimes they don't always live, they don't walk their talk, per se. And so this, this Aquarius into Pisces moon energy is a very interesting time to actually have a thought, have a belief, speak it, and then allow yourself to submerge in it. Submerge. Yeah, because that's what Pisces wants to do. They want to be a part of it. So Aquarius wants to teach all the Pisces <laughs> what they believe, and they want all the Pisces to be like, yes, <laughs> we believe in this. I wish you um, could see a full body shot of right there. 
don't even know what she's doing. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm swimming. You're swimming. I'm, I'm doing the frog stroke. Mm, I love it. Um, it's so good. So the Aquarius wants to tell all of the people who will listen and believe and become a part of their belief, which Pisces would be. You know, that's that's the rotation of how it goes, astrologically speaking. There's a story, which... Um, we do talk about in our exhibition astrology program. It's like a fool's journey through the zodiac signs, Aries through Pisces. Um, but that's the thing that Aquarius doesn't always, doesn't follow suit. You know, Pisces follows suit. And this is a really good time for Aquarius energy or your beliefs or whatever you're confronted with to get off of that pedestal that sometimes an Aquarius believes she they should be pedestal. on. Pedestal. 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 <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Do you want me to go back to the frog stroke? Am I more? <laughs> a pedestal. I'm a value of pedestal. Do it. And become a part of the environment that they just taught. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't know if, did I get my point across? <laughs> because was your, was your Aquarius pedestal too high to hear me? I know. I am an Aquarius moon and my midheaven, which is your career indicator, is in Pisces. Yes. So I have ideas, and then I want to get them in the collective. But my my it's my Aquarius moon, so it's not my sun. That's my my subconscious self. So I don't know it's so much that I have. It's like my that's more my emotional body. But my emotional body has ideas, and then I want to bring the collective together. But that's what I'm saying. It's a good time that like if you are having new ideas or you are learning new things, um, or you are being confronted emotionally with different people's opinions and things like that, to then. Put yourself in their shoes, like stand for something or stand for what it is, and then put yourself in the actual shoes of which that you are preaching. Practice yeah. what you preach. And I think that that is a good time to try to do that. And I think if that if you're resisting to that and you're holding on so much to the Aquarius energy, I'm right, and then you're not running into the humility that comes when that humility, when the sign changes... Sorry, I just had to pause that. I had a hacking cough fit. I couldn't hold it in. We don't have yeah. any water here. <laughs> I was maybe saying something intelligent, and now it's gone. But it I, ended in listen, humility in which Pisces. I had to pause that. <laughs> you did. I I appreciate. I tried really hard. Pause. <laughs> I need to get a glass of water over here. So one other thing we want to mention quick for you, too. So the, the moon, uh, the full moon is happening the 22nd of August, the 19th. Um, so, yeah, the 19th, Uranus goes retrograde. Uranus. Uranus, our friend Uranus goes retrograde as well. Uh, and, yeah, Uranus is a, a fun, a fun person, planet. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, M- might shake things up creatively Creative. with those ideas. And Tornadoes. That. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. But in that... <laughs> Shadow work time with the full moon. Really think differently. Maybe get creative about how you do your shadow work, how you're thinking about your situation, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, my friends. I guess that's it for today. Yeah, I think that that's the big takeaway, is that during this moon, if you have a certain belief, don't just talk about it. Actually do it. Or if somebody challenges you to have a different belief, and you have been so forceful against it to try it another way for just a little bit of time, even if it's just 24 hours or something, and and see what it's like when you actually submerge yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, 
if this all sounds great and you want some help doing things like shadow work, setting intentions, and understanding all of this, be sure to uh, get on the wait list for our Holistic Witchery program. Mm -hmm. You can find it at holisticwitchery.com. We go through the process of setting intentions, integrating them into your being, doing shadow work, and then creating the future vision. And while you're doing it, uh, increasing, expanding your intuition all along the way. So you can find that at holisticwitchery.com. And any other goodness we have going on, just look around wherever you're listening to this, watching it, or over at our blog, thesistersenchanted.com forward slash blog. Over there, you're also going to find some notes with associations of tarot cards with the, for Aquarius and for Pisces. So if you're a card sling in person like we are, head on over there for those associations as well. And be sure to check out our Friday Astrocasts, which come out across our social media platforms and on our app. You can get app-exclusive notes every Friday. Uh, around the astro forecast as well. Woo! All right. Well, happy full moon and uh, to my witches and non-witches alike. And uh, until next time, we hope that you have an enchanted rest of your day ahead. Bye.